Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. What's up, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. We have returned to your ear holes. With a very nasal wing. I know. I am so colded, bunged up, colded. That's should, a new word. That is. I should have made you a lemsip this morning. I nearly bought some lemsip yesterday as well. That's my go-to if I've got a cold. Other brands are available. <laughs> yeah. This show not bought to you by lemsip. <laughs> um, no, but I... Lemsip's the best, though, man. Do you... Do you, do you do you do the lemsip? <laughs> I try not to get ill, to be honest. True. I can't actually remember last time I had a cold, so... Shut up. Just well, saying. after today. <laughs> <laughs> Infected. It's all right. My, my um, germ busters are, like, destroying your... <laughs> it's trampling on them. Germ busters. <laughs> your, your germs are running away from mine. <laughs> my white blood cells or whatever it is. <laughs> I just... I In my head, I'm just picturing, like, really muscly, like... Brute, characters brutes running, on. yeah, and then these, but like white, and then these really cells. flamboyantly ill <laughs> germ cells. Please don't kill us. With <laughs> and like mine, a really deformed version of my yeah, face, and mine just trampling on your head and exploding. <laughs> uh, you're just trying to like live out a little uh, mini dream of your own. Somebody's got a cartoon that. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that look sick. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um yeah so uh we've got another news jacking episode for you today should we intro ourselves oh yeah someone's not every awake every time i've got a cold oh yeah excuses and so if any bullshit comes out of my mouth in this episode <laughs> it's because i've got a cold <laughs> well that's what's the excuse for the last 150 a, episodes a, a, <laughs> sorry about that hey I'm Jim Yildiz. <laughs> and I'm Wayne Ingram. Hello. We did that the other way around than we normally do. I know, you were just yeah, taking your time. Do. It was that snotty in-breath was taking too long, so I thought I'd just jump in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, I'm sure people on the tube loved that in their ear holes. Well, they might be snotty themselves with That's it all, true. all just mixing around all in the, that. All those tube germs. Ugh. Ugh. Don't miss that. Um, so we've got, uh, as I say, another Newsjack episode for you today. Um, going through a few articles that have cropped up, a few discussion points we thought would be interesting to talk about. Um, shall we? Shall we? Shall we dive? Shall we dive right in? Jump straight in. Cue the jingle. So no, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to put some pressure on Wayne to create a jingle for our Newsjack episode. So this is the Newsjack. No, please don't do that. That was the jingle. It was pre-recorded. That was terrible. It was too nasal. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe me. Um, so this first article, uh, please don't judge, but it was an article. It was a good discussion point. We don't, we don't 
frequently. It read. probably was found on other read websites, this. but yeah. This, just, by the way, just just FYI, it was Gem that brought this article up. So so build your opinions of Gem, not me here. <laughs> It was sent to me by my Google Alerts. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is from uh, the Daily Mail. Boo. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, about the latest, this is, this is brilliant wordplay on their part, the latest high street lend. Nice. Playing on the word trend. Um, so this new, it's, I believe it's at uh, Westfield in Shepherd's Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new pop-up. Uh, shop, I guess. Yes. Shop is probably the right word. Well done, Wayne. Uh, cold. <laughs> did, I have a cold. You're doing really well today. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cold. Um, has set up this, um, this business where basically you can go and rent high quality... High end. Top brand. High end. That's, the word, that's cold. <sighs> um, high end clothes uh-huh. for like a week. But like, like it's not... Because it's high-end clothes, it's not like... It's not cheap. It's like 160 quid for, like, a dress for a week. Mm-hmm. Or... Or they do offer, like, a subscription service so you can, like, pay a one-off fee. Well, I don't think... Did they actually offer it? I believe in the article they were saying that people were willing to. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know if they have actually offered it. Let me just have a quick gander. But carry on with your what you were going to say. Yeah, well, I'm not too sure if they do, but it's something, a service, obviously, where people want to get these Gucci handbags or these nice high-end brands, and then they're willing to pay up to, like, 60 quid or 100 quid or 150 quid so that that week they can go out and look all snazzy in their bag or their coat or their rucksack or their... What other items do they allow? Is it just it's, it's, general high-end fashion yeah, jeans? Yeah, basically high-end fashion stuff. Um, <clears throat> so before we go into opinions... <laughs> Um, of whether or not this is a great idea, um, would you be in, would you be in the market? No, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I've never seen your face just go from like just cheerful to just like absolute like. Ridiculous. I think it's horrendous. Okay, good, good. I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. Okay, but let's 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 let's, let's back it with some stats. Let's back up a little bit though. Let's say let's say you're going to a wedding. Would you sooner go? to somewhere like this for a nice shirt. Yeah, but that already exists, so that's like going against the whole... That's true. That's not the point, Wayne. That's true. Okay, what if it's not a wedding? What if it's uh, a big businessy event? Don't say... conference thing. Don't say, don't be a dick, just wear your own clothes. Yeah. But what's quite interesting is they're saying that nearly half of 60, no, 60, 25 to 34 year olds are actually we interested. Got old overnight. I know, suddenly. <laughs> yeah, 25 to 34 year olds are actually interested in renting their clothes. Which yeah. It's a worrying stat because I don't know whether that comes down to actually them renting their own clothes. Because, I mean, a lot of people swap clothes with friends and piece, bits and pieces like that. Mm-hmm. I know we never do. I don't think the sizes will match up too well. I mean, no. if I need some shorts no, for the summer, I might wear your trousers, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it might be a bit bit muffin top though. <laughs> you are significantly more built than I am as well. Just proper squeeze into them. Just one leg in the whole trap. <laughs> Just rip through the groin. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, you're kind of thinking your line of thought seems to be down a similar route as kind of like where my head went when I read this article, which was kind of like, yeah, it's, it's worrying that such a significant percentage of young people, 25 to 34 year olds specifically, um, were kind of like, yeah, this is a great idea. I'm, I'm down. Is it, is it for the gram, though? Does it mean that you can kind of like rent that bag out, stick it on your bed right. well, next to your wad of thinking. cash? It's, it's so that people can go, look how freaking successful I am whilst going home and slitting their wrists and drinking themselves into a coma because they're freaking unhappy with their lives. So what is that saying? That 50% of people Sorry. are actually insecure. <laughs> 50% of people actually insecure. Those, is that what it's saying? Well, I mean, obviously, not everybody that goes, yeah, I'd be up for this is necessarily insecure, right? Some people just have higher tastes than necessarily they can afford, which is the whole point and the idea behind the business. I get that. But let's be honest. Like, if you are in a position where you're like, I need to be seen wearing that Gucci whatever so bad that I'm going to rent it rather than just not wear it because I can't afford to, there's a problem there, right? Mm -hmm. Am I being too judgy? Is that, is that me? Is that too harsh? No, I think that's true. I think the only way I could see this actually being a good thing is when I kind of saw the article, I was like, oh, that seems interesting. And you got this whole idea about um, sort of throwaway clothing, that sort of Primark and stuff like that. You wear a few times and you throw away. The only way I could see this actually being useful is actually people do want variety in the things they wear, but this is kind of targeting the high end. Whereas if they mm. said to me, you know what, there's a place where you can get all these nice shirts they're basically what they're doing is helping people not throw away fashion. So you're not buying a right. hundred different items. You right. can actually buy a nice shirt, mm -hmm. wear it out to an event you're going to bring, drop it back. And you know what, that mm -hmm. shirt's going to last how many ever long, obviously it's getting mm -hmm. cleaned each time. Mm -hmm. And it just means that people aren't just, I don't know, consuming over consuming at the same time, then over just chucking away what they have got because <laughs> right. that yeah, would be a, a nicer model. Yeah, no, that's fair. But this Which, one seems to be, to be playing on people's right. insecurities. Which, to be, like to be fair to them, that is kind of their model, but, and maybe this is the Daily Fail doing what the Daily Fail does, which is taking what could be a genuinely good idea and flipping it on its head and being like, look how terrible this is, um, which is a possibility. So they might actually be doing that, to be fair. Mm -hmm. should, probably should have done a little bit more due diligence and looked into them. But let's just slightly change the lens here, because you mentioned, um, and I kind of was like, mm, I'm not sure if it is that's what they're offering or if people were willing to do it. This £200 a month for unlimited clothing rent subscriptions the, it wasn't that they are offering that but the study that the daily failed it sorry the daily mail did um suggested that a fifth of uk shoppers would be willing to spend 200 pounds or more a month on an unlimited clothing rent subscription now is that something you might be in the market for Potentially, but I literally buy my clothes out once a year and that's it. They last till they fall off my back. Me, me too. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe that might be for somebody else because I know a lot of people like to go do their monthly shopping. But if it means you've got access to everything, but then it's kind of like, what? Then you're going to spend how long in a store trying to figure out what to wear because now suddenly everything's available to you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. It's, I, so, I, wear, I wear pretty much uniform clothes yeah, just because I don't. It, it does my head in just trying to figure out what to wear, let alone being able to wear everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm fine until my all my black t-shirts are in the wash and then I'm like uh oh now I have to make a decision what am I going to wear and then I look like a sack of fucking shit <laughs> so, so that's today's look then <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> um, 
but yeah, the other thing, just before we move on to uh, the next one, the other thing that really kind of made me go, uh-oh, was like, first of all, people are complaining about cost of living and all that sort of <coughs> stuff at the minute. Not to get too political. Yeah. But I'm going there, right? Have we all forgotten what happened less than 10 years ago? Like, I know this isn't technically, like, getting into debt, right? But have we all forgotten, like, how much people were borrowing and how much people were living beyond their means? Have we all forgotten what actually came about from that? Like, have we all forgotten about how the economy collapsed because everybody was living lifestyles that they couldn't afford? Like, can we just have some freaking perspective here? Like, that was the main thing that jumped out at me. I was like, this whole idea is encouraging, only encouraging people to live lifestyles they can't afford even more so. It's, a, it's not a bad business idea. I'm not going to be... It's not a bad business, but I think but, it is ultimately playing on people's inability to afford these luxury items, which now they suddenly can. And then I just think, ultimately, we're wearing clothes, to, which is, again down to societal norms <laughs> yeah and now your clothes are becoming something again that's going into more of like fashion and why people feel the need to wear these sort of luxury items but for me it just blows my mind that people consider and think about clothing that much probably to fashionistas they're probably thinking well, that's what i mean <laughs> there's a there's a there's only a finite amount of time on this earth and people are like worried about how they look when they're walking around the streets and whether people think, oh, that person's successful. Oh, you're wearing nice shoes or you've got a nice jacket on. It's like, come on now. Like, we're just headed in exactly the same direction. It's just a younger generation. Like, Mm. the, the, the lack of perspective on this just kind of... It just reminds me back of when you're at school when you try to like wear the cool stuff. It's like, come on now, you're now, what, 24 to 35 and you're still worried what people think about you. Yeah, it's like, oh man, your Nikes, how many freaking air bubbles have your Nikes got, man? Like my, bloody, my bloody air bubbles were plastic. They were high tech. <laughs> I still had to rock them. <laughs> you remember when you were like a really little kid and you had the shoes which lit up? Oh yeah, the LA gears, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, pretty cool. But I reckon yeah. I still had the cheaper version. Yeah, me too. Just had to rock. But it still had that street cred cool of kind of like, oh, do that again, man. Your shoes lit up. And Only like, when it's pitch black and you can't see the actual brand name. <laughs> <laughs> Shit for when you're trying to play hide and seek, though, man. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> yes, let's. Um, so, um, if you've got any thoughts on that, by the way, as with all of these, just uh, drop us in a uh, tweet or an email. You can tweet us at pn underscore podcast. You can email me at wayne at powerfulnonsense.com or you can email Jem at gem at powerfulnonsense.com spelled C-E-M at powerfulnonsense.com. Um, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> These millennial news, I love it because this, I think it's actually become a bit of a, a joke really. Like, a, there's, actual like article, there's actual articles coming out now where they're like 10 uh, news headlines that about millennials that'll make you laugh or something like that because people are realising that people just love putting yeah. the millennial <laughs> word into like the most dumb headlines. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, um, <laughs> so first of all, this is from the Birmingham Mail representing uh, my homeland. For you, Wayne. For me, thanks. Is it, is it a uh, well-known, established... Trustable. The Birmingham Mail. Um, I don't know. I do you know what I don't really know what its reputation is. But the Birmingham Mail. Everybody knows the Birmingham Mail. I think I've been in the Birmingham Mail a couple of times. Just pointing that out there. For <laughs> theatre, theatre stuff, theatre stuff. <laughs> Looking for a date, or your mum's put it in because it's Wayne's birthday. 
<laughs> Congratulations, Whale. The Wayne. agony aunt column. That's what yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it up. <laughs> My girlfriend's just not doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, hang on, that was, that's just a rumour. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the headline is that millennials should stop buying... This is a follow-up. From our avocado. So not only the avocado sandwiches now, they're moving on. It's not just the avocado on toast, avocado sandwiches, all that stuff. It's just sandwiches. Millennials need to stop buying sandwiches if they want to afford a house, says a state agent. I was speaking to a guy who's actually setting up. He's from the US. He's the Tofurky owner. And he said he did some research on the UK and found out we are a massively sandwich-eating country, which is why he launched his own sandwich. Um product here as well so the trend in sandwich consumption is already high <laughs> is what i'm saying which is no can wonder we, why can we, can we quote that <laughs> yeah it's no wonder why millennials sandwich consumption expert conser- confirms yeah, i think yeah. sandwich consumption is high remains high <laughs> <laughs> and could be increasing it's pushing people into debt <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i do love a sandwich who doesn't love a sandwich, right? Well, the thing is, we've been programmed to love sandwiches. Like, they were in the pat lunch since you're like, however old you are when you go to school. That's true. But this is kind of... Okay, so this is kind of his point, this this estate agent's point. It's a great bit of marketing for him as well. Unnamed? I feel like he might You don't be become the, the sandwich moaning guy. I think he's... Oh. Stephanie McMahon? Oh, no, that's someone else. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrestler, isn't it? That's, that's the owner of Vince McMahon, WWE. Oh, yeah. But apparently the head of research at estate agent Strutton Parker. There you go. Um, but no, so she was, um, <clears throat> that, that's not the estate agent saying that was someone else confirming some research. Um, anyway, so his kind of point is um, that I assume it's a he, he or she, their point was um, that basically if you're going to just essentially eat a freaking sandwich for lunch, why don't you make it at home, spend a minute to make a sandwich because it doesn't take long to make a sandwich rather than spending three quid on a sandwich from Pret and then you might be able to uh, buy a house that was kind of his point it's again that moaning Which, it's that time thing isn't it though it's that moaning about oh yeah. look it'll save you what £1.50 if you make it home or £2 but then you've got to get up earlier because you're knackered and then you've got to make your sandwich and you've got to oh shit I forgot it in the fridge I did, I did that yesterday. I'm going to put my hands up. But it happens all the time. You make your lunch or whatever, then you're going to take it with you, and then you've got this plan to make it five days this week, and then you don't, and then you feel bad, and you binge out on Friday and get yourself... But, okay, let's be real here, Jem. What's that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to rail on the freaking millennials now. Go on. Let's be real. These are all the same problems that our parents had. What, sandwich issues? Sandwich issues. Sandwich issues. Sandwich cake. Sandwich cake. <laughs> But no, all these issues that you've raised about the difficulties of, of having a packed lunch at work are all things that have been dealt with by our parents. They didn't spend a hey, shit ton of money. They did not have the discrepancy between how much you have to earn to earn a house nowadays. So, like, millennials are pretty much... Yeah, but, but hang on, though. Hang on, though. Go on. I'm a, <clears throat> Someone's I'm, already done the maths on this, I'm so... All on, I'm all on team millennial, right? But, but <clears throat> I do... Now, I mean, the money you're going to save from not buying sandwiches is not going to, I don't think it's going to help you buy a house all that much, really. It's not really going to dent. It might dent let it. you buy like a third, Cardboard fourth hand car. <laughs> um, but, but let's be real. Um, the, all of these issues were issues that our parents 
irrespective of the house thing, irrespective okay. of the house thing, on the saving money front. Yeah. Right? So that you can go and buy these clothes rather than renting them. Um, so throw back like that. Um, all of these issues that you've raised are issues that our parents faced and they still managed to do it. To do so what? what's the excuse? To make a sandwich and take it to work. So at the end of the day, I think, to be honest, I think uh, millennials are hard workers and I think they're working longer hours. All right, they, they are now also valuing certain things like socialising a little bit more and actually having a life. And if they want to actually have that free time not to think about what sandwich I'm making tomorrow morning and spend two, <laughs> two or three quid on a sandwich and let them do it. I'm not, oh, I'm not saying... Let them do it, Wayne. No, I'm not... <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting this riled up about sandwiches. <laughs> a luxury no, sandwich as well. As if like there's like the, what the what comes in a luxury sandwich? You've got to rent your sandwich as well soon enough. <laughs> You'll go, you've got to go halves. <laughs> Bring a friend in. Make it a family meal. <laughs> Bring the whole crew. Have a nibble of a crust each. I just don't get it. It's a joke. Let them eat the sandwiches. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to raise a political issue around sandwiches here, right? But splashing out there saying it's a sandwich. <laughs> How do you splash out on a sandwich? You can get one for like a pound in Morrison's if you really want. That what back in the day, like the egg and crest was like seventy p. <laughs> Is that fancy? Because it's got a little bit of crest in it. Joe Bloggs from Leytonstone remortgages house for sandwich from. <laughs> that's gonna be in that bloody. <laughs> that's gonna be in that that thing you read with all those weird articles. What thing I read? You know, you always send me those crazy headlines. It's like fake oh, news. Daily, daily Mash. Exactly. <laughs> millennial Millennial remortgages house for luxury pret sandwich. That's it. <laughs> Christmas sandwich as well. But, <laughs> so I'm not trying to raise a political issue about yeah. luxury sandwiches here. Um, but what I am saying is like... It goes back to you the... You can't um, on one hand complain that you got no money and living costs yes. are super high. And then on the, on the other hand, go out to work five days a week and, buy, and spend seven quid on a sandwich and a bag of crisps. Yeah, I get that. You know? Back to what... Uh, when we use uh, meaningful money, is, is, is obviously the pounds do add up and all that stuff is true. You have got to know where your money's going. It really does add up. Do you know how much how m- much more financially better off? That was a really badly constructed sentence. But like how much more disposable income I have now that I've kind of calculated how much money I'm spending when I go to work and buying food out. Like mm. I'm saving like, in the region of 30 to 50 quid a week. Yeah, no, I get that. Lunches are something that, like, when I was eating out pretty much, like, every day, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to cook in, and then you spend a lot on shopping, and you're like, actually, that's nowhere near. I'll spend that, what I'd spend on that whole shop would be probably, like, two or three days' worth of bloody mm-hmm. eating out. So exactly. I understand that, and I get his argument there, but um, I think that applies to everybody, not just millennials. Everybody who's eating out for lunch just question, oh, you do need to spend 10, 15 quid. Do you have to go for the most luxury, or maybe you just, you know, cut it down. Bring maybe, do it as a treat, like bring four days a week and then on a Wednesday or on a Friday you take your colleagues out for some lunch. Like, I get what he's saying. Yeah. I get what he's saying. Good. So Joe Bloggs... And he's an estate agent, so he wants you saving money so that you can buy more properties off him. Oh, that's cynical gem here. There he is. Cynical gem. I know, he's, I know he's up to. 
he's probably running around his local supermarkets taking all the sandwiches off the shelves just so people can't buy them. <laughs> Purging them all for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trying to artificially raise the price of sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You go, go to your local supermarket, there is no King's Mill on the shelf. Gone. Just gone. Gone. Bread crisis. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Next article, please. <laughs> you, you're done on the sandwich. I want to move on. Oh, I just want, before we do move on, I just want to point out that the Birmingham Mail does also point out that five other luxuries were also thrown into the spotlight and then goes on to name two of them rather than five, which was weird. But <clears throat> nights out and takeaways, guys. Well, they're even more expensive than a sandwich. <laughs> I should hope so. And he does say that if you <laughs> if you do swap, swap your sandwiches for a, like a... And salads for homemade pre-prepared food, it will save you up to two and a half grand a mm. year, which yeah. means you can rent a lot of nice clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just snort? Yeah. Uh, uh, <sighs> moving on. The listeners are going to be thinking like we've been drinking alcohol during this episode. We've just been drinking creatine, so I don't know if it's the same. <laughs> So, <clears throat> finally, uh, the final article we're going to discuss uh, is from Inc.com, Inc. Magazine. A very reputable source, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and uh, it's about quarter-life crisis. Mm-hmm. Now, people our age have joked many times about having a quarter-life crisis, but I legitimately think it's a legitimate thing. It's for real. It's for real. I think so. Have you have you experienced a quarter life crisis, Jam? Um, I, I know I have. <clears throat> I don't think so. I think it was called I maturity. I think it was called maturity, and it probably happened about three or four years ago. Oh! <laughs> no, I generally think you have a point in your life where you think, "What the fuck am I doing?" But I think for some people, that tends to come actually in that sort of millennial bracket between. Obviously, it actually comes well between, I'd say, 18 up to about 30 or even some people go on till 50 still having that crisis. I think <laughs> I think a lot of the time you have you get to a point where you just stop and look at your life and be like, OK, I'm not where I was hoping to be or whatever. Or actually, why am I even hoping to be anywhere? Like you really start to question all your thoughts and feelings. And actually, I think that's what's happening for a lot of millennials, especially because they've got that awareness now of what can happen, what they could do in their lives. And so, yeah, it makes sense. And I think I think social media is actually definitely pushing this whole quarter life crisis because I think there's, you're seeing too many people's lives and how they're panning out and you're questioning, mm. is mine right or wrong? Well, that was kind of the main thing that the the article was saying was kind of like a lot of it comes from this comparison trap of kind of looking at what everybody else is doing with their lives and kind of going, well, I'm not doing that with my life or, you know, you know, kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier. They might be wearing all these fancy clothes, but are they, do they own them or are they renting them? Like, and I think that's like, I joke, but it's also quite a legitimate thing. Like, I think people will be surprised as to how many of their friends that they look at and like, oh, they're living the, they're living the life, man. And it's kind of like, yeah, but at what cost? Yeah, that car that they've got, they're actually paying back a thousand pound a month just to rent or it. Or mum bought it for them. Or that. You know? Do you remember the kids at school that used to, that their first car was like a... Nice one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a freaking Metro. Yeah. Oh, Metro, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> I, think my, I think my dad bought me a first car, and I think he paid like 60 quid for it. My mum was like, you're never getting in that car. <laughs> you're not was, getting in that death trap. 
and I never did. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still here today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank God for that. But yeah, like I always think of that as an example, like the kids <clears throat> at school that their first car was like fresh out of the freaking garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of the same with social media a lot. I think, you know, sure, they might be the same age as you, but like what's their circumstances and also at what cost? Like, and I think, you know, we're, we're fast approaching, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> 21, um, it's all good. And um that's quarter cool life. It means you've got 120 years. That's it. Life. That's it, right? Um but I know people that are at our age going, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, what the hell? Like I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, they're like, Everybody's buying houses. I'm like, Yeah, but do you really want a house right now? Do you is that really what you want? Is that really really what you want or just yeah because everybody else is buying one that you suddenly think i should probably be doing that because if i'm not doing that it means i haven't got my ship together do you know i had had a funny story the other day my mate called me up and he's like you never guess who i bumped onto on on the train i'm not gonna use any names but he was like oh well now i want to know who you bumped into (laughs) (laughs) curiosity but um he's like yeah i saw blah blah like an old friend of ours and he's like it was so weird like she 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 came over she sat down and all she started doing was just reeling off she was like oh yeah i've just got a new job i'm just i'm working for this massive bank oh i've also got two properties oh i'm also looking at buying my third one oh did you also know that i've got married and he was just like holy fuck wait a minute like you literally just got on the train and now you literally just reeled off your cv of what you've achieved in the last however long i haven't seen you and he was just like what the fuck like how is someone with something to prove right but that's what i think a lot of i think right now people are like especially as you hit that sort of 30 age and everyone's like oh are you moving out are you we get married you having kids and they kind of like it's now you've got a kind of like if you haven't or even thinking about those things suddenly he's like where the fuck are you in life like what you you're fucking up and it's kind of like actually all those people are then questioning themselves like oh what's the reaction of that person when they hear me say this does that mean i'm doing the right thing am i in the right place and i just think like one of the nicest ways to live is just not to give a fuck like where what you're doing and what other people think about what you're doing you just got to do your own thing and i think actually that's what people admire when when people ask me, "Oh, wow, it's so amazing! You got business, and you are oh, you saw you on this channel, blah blah blah." I'm just like, so like, I really don't give a crap. Like, it means nothing more to my life than I'm still gonna get up and take a shit in the morning. Like, there's no, <laughs> there is literally like. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get that on a t-shirt, please? Yeah, yeah literally. I'm still gonna get up and take a shit in the morning. It's true. It's like there's nothing has changed. I don't need to brag. I don't need to say anything. Like, I still want to live my life the way I do. I still want to get up and do a podcast. Like, it doesn't change anything. And I think it's a point you need to get to where it's getting back to that clothing thing. Like, who are you doing all this for? Mm. Are you doing it for the high five from a friend? Like, what the hell is going on? Just, like, be comfortable in yourself and, like... I think that's why you're having a crisis because you're 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 challenging your own identity. You're not letting it just come through. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think and and this this article kind of um, by uh, Justin Barristo. Shy, it's already thirty minutes in. I know we're going to have to wrap up in a second. Um, but kind of the the kind of close off the article of just kind of being like just just reassess like what your priorities are. Like, that was the main thing that jumped out at me. Is like, what are your priorities? Is your priority getting a house? For me, it's not. I mean, sure, I look at other people buying houses and I'm like, mm, that would be nice. <laughs> but is it a priority? No. Yeah. No. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I, I don't need it. What's a, what's a house going to actually bring me? More stress. That's what it's going to bring me. <laughs> I'm good. Like, 
think about your priorities. Don't just think about, and we, I mean, this is kind of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast all the freaking time. Stop worrying about these arbitrary boxes that, that your parents and your friends and society society is telling you that you need to tick. Like, like it's, it's actually, it riles me up because I'm kind of like, it's almost this guise of maturity that's actually really freaking immature. Mm-hmm. It's this kind of like, well, if I tick all these boxes and show to the world how much I've got my shit together, it shows how mature I am. <laughs> it's like, that's fucking high school fucking shit. playground shit. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Sort your shit out. Agreed. I got, got a bit mad there. Yeah, it's been quite ranty in a playful way. <laughs> I've got a cold. <laughs> I'm just going to reiterate that. I've got a cold. Yeah, I've got one now as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's wrap up there. Yes, I think so. I think it's a good place to wrap up. Um, so, um, as always, thank you for tuning in. And, uh, if you have any thoughts on any of this stuff, as I said earlier on in the episode, please do, uh, send us a tweet. Let us know, like, what you think. If you find any, like, ridiculous headlines, ping them our way and we'll have a little natter about it. Yeah, please do. (laughs) So send them over at PN underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, Wayne at (coughs) Palpfonon... <laughs> kind of cold. Do you want me to do it for you, uh, Wayne? Wayne at powerful. That's so good. Uh, Wayne at powerfulness.com or Jem at powerfulness.com spelled C E M. You can us an iTunes review. You can also find us on SoundCloud now. Search uh, powerful nonsense in the search bar, or it's soundcloud.com forward slash powerful dash dash nonsense. nonsense. Lovely. Yeah, we're on SoundCloud now, guys. <laughs> Moving up in the world. That's it. We're we're branching out. <laughs> we're branching out we're desperate for listeners <laughs> last last week iTunes this week SoundCloud next week the world on that note have a great week day night whatever you're up to and we'll see you soon no well yeah, but we'll we'll catch you next time bye doesn't really make any sense now what doesn't my, my closing my usual closing line I stole it I just went you just, you just ruined it I usually just say we bye had, at the we end had a, we had a I thought you was just going to do my usual thing where I just say bye well you don't say bye you say see you later see you later this is a well well now you said it well you told me to say it so yeah, I but, just went with it <sighs> we'll catch you next time see you later